Hi, welcome to the new episode of Sportsy. Let's aim sports. Today we have with us a former India international footballer, Arata Isumi. Arata is a former professional footballer who has played as a midfielder. He is currently a youth coach with Reliance Foundation Young Champ, India's most prominent football academy. Arata began his professional career in Singapore with Albrecht Nigata Singapore and in his native Japan for Mitsubishi Mizushima before moving to India in 2006. He spent the first three years in India with East Bengal and Mahindra United before spending six seasons with Pune FC. He then went on to play for ATK in ISL, FC Pune City in ISL, Mumbai FC and Neroka FC in I-League. With Neroka, Harata helped the Manipuri club earn promotion to the I-League. He then ended his career playing for Kerala Blasters. Harata represented various clubs in Indian football circuit and he also represented India at the international level. Giving away his Japanese passport in order to do so, Arata played nine matches for India between 2013 and 2014 and in the process took Indian name Nilkan Kambolja. Please welcome India's Japanese son, professional footballer and renowned coach Arata Izumi, aka the Indian Samurai. Thank you for watching, thank you for liking and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel Sports Sage and help us spread the word about Sports We go with the same handle Sports Sage across all the social media platforms. Hey, Arata, it's great to have you on Sportsy. Let's talk sports. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. Honestly, it's, 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 it's our pleasure to have you on the platform. It's, uh, we have, uh, so for the viewers and listeners, yes, Arata doesn't need an introduction, but uh, it's my duty as a, as a host to, to introduce my guest. Uh, we have Arata, uh, India international professional uh, footballer, uh, started his career, professional career uh, in Singapore, came to India, from there, went back to Japan, uh, came to India, played with East Bengal, Mahindra United, uh, Mumbai, Mumbai FC, then uh, Pune FC, then ISL with ATK, Pune City, uh, and probably the last uh, was with Kerala Blasters. So I think uh, he, he has played, he's a son of all the football that happened in India, uh, but he came from Japan and uh, then shifted to India to play for India. So uh, it's a wonderful journey and Arata, great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for the nice introduction. So uh, my first question, Arata, how it all started? How the whole foot football started for you? Uh, well, I was born and grown up in, uh, in Japan, that though uh, quite countryside, quite small town, I would say. <clears throat> and uh, I had no clue about football till my brother started to play football when he was 10 years old, yeah? Two okay. years older to me, so I was that time eight. And you know, just a ordinary uh, boy, just following the brother, uh -huh. know what's going on, but I just went. And then I came to know the sports, football itself. Then uh, first training session, shooting session, very simple. From next to the goal post, coach throw the ball, and you go to take a shot, anyhow. Okay. And that shot went like a anything like it was a super shot according to everyone then everyone <laughs> talked about uh, okay this guy got something then i started to believe okay probably i'm i'm going to be a good so, that was my start excellent and uh, uh, and you overtook your brother then looks like well uh, the thing is, is my brother was a good player as well 
uh, but uh, his interest shifted to uh, something else other than okay. food, basically. Yeah. Okay, great. So, uh, so when when okay, everybody else thought that uh, this this boy has got something, and then you thought of doing okay, let's let me take it a little bit seriously. So. Uh, and obviously, as a young kid, you don't have you don't understand the professional life of it. But the moment you started to experience that you may turn professional, what was the aspiration that you had, and who was your inspiration, and how you keep keep yourself motivated through ups and downs? Mm, always, I had a senior. I was lucky enough my uh, in my team, whichever the category I was in, uh, my senior was always my role model. He he, they are the one who gives me the uh, right tips and. Uh, show me the right way, you know, not how to become a professional football player, but as a football player or as a human being, how you can uh, grow yourself along with football. So I was just lucky to uh, play with all those, uh, my seniors. And uh, yeah, that is uh, uh, always my case. But uh, to be honest, I didn't have any uh, smooth uh, career or uh, development phase. Uh, uh, as I told you just now, my hometown is a pretty countryside so there was no uh, you know the chance or the opportunity kind of things to actually become professional football player but so yeah but somehow anyhow probably following yeah. my dream and probably and probably and and also it's it's not only about the talent i think the talent meets opportunities being at right place right time uh, yeah. yeah i was lucky enough really the players, my seniors, uh, some of people who supported me, of course, my mother. Uh, yeah, my mother, uh, uh, she supported me like anything. Uh, is, yeah, everyone does. Excellent. So, uh, so Arata, it's a, it's a pretty interesting journey. You started playing in, in Japan and then moved to Singapore for your, uh, for, as a professional career. Uh, from there, you went back to Japan and then came to India. Hmm. So, how, what made you move? to India from the Southeast Asia market, which is pretty advanced for football. So how was that move uh, for you between Singapore, Japan, and then India? Yeah, so uh, when I was with a football academy in Japan, when I was uh, 19, 20, 21, so that is the time actually I started to experience professional football. Uh, football. Yeah, so my academy has tied up with one of the JRD club called uh, Arvidex Niigata. So I was uh, uh, selected to train with the second team of the uh, RBX Niigata. So I started to play, you know, the reserve team games and everything. Um, because of that, uh, RBX Niigata sent me to Singapore because I was not good enough to play J-League at that moment. So they told me to go to Singapore and have some experience and come back. So that was uh, that is a case. I went to Singapore and in Singapore, uh, again, RBX Niigata, I played for a year and back to Japan for Mitsubishi. And uh, mm -hmm. then I came to India, but uh, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> no, no I, I said the move happened, but uh, what was the, uh, how did you move? decide to move to India? Yeah, uh, so, yeah, right, right. Yeah, so when I was playing in Singapore, you know, I'm a mix, so Japanese, Indian uh, 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 mix. And uh, you know, Singapore, so there's a lot of Indian people and stuff. So probably they thought, you know, they felt more like a, uh, connection to me okay and uh, i was kind of uh, uh, popular on media mm -hmm. maybe that uh, got the attention from this uh, some of Asian who spoke to me about indian football first and uh, <laughs> it was just beginning of my career and i didn't know anything about uh, the uh, you know the 
professional football world and whatsoever. So I was not mm-hmm. sure. And my English was really, really poor at that time. So I couldn't understand most of the, what he's saying. So basically, I asked my seniors, my coaches, okay, these things are coming on into my way. What do I do? So basically, they said, don't believe. It's dangerous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that time, no one knew about Indian football, you know? I also, I myself didn't know anything about India. At that time, was internet was not that you know, active as it is now. So it was difficult for me to get the uh, uh, information as well. Okay. So simply I said, no, I'm not going to uh, go. And I went back to Japan. And while I was, I was playing for Mitsubishi Mizushima, the same agent emailed me. So that time, I was desperate. You know, Mitsubishi Mizushima is not a uh, professional club. It's a uh, amateur, top amateur uh, league in Japan. So mm-hmm. third division. So it's a very high level league, but still yeah. it's not professional. But uh, I experienced professional, you know, uh, life once, right? So I was desperate to get back uh, uh, to professional yeah. life. So I was sending the email to all over the world at times, so-called FIFA agent. You can go mm-hmm. through the FIFA's website and you can get the uh, contacts. Yes. Uh, yeah, with my poor English and CV and, uh, you know, video. <laughs> I shoot everywhere. Then uh, I was getting kind of a uh, response from few, but uh, some of them uh, sound very fishy, fishy and you no. Know? So I was like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Then same agent emailed me one day, you are the what's up, what you're doing. Then I thought, wow, this guy must be serious. Okay. Yeah. Then I literally started to study about India. And there is a East Bengal, there is a the, the Kolkata Derby. Uh, which was one lakh twenty thousand people, and wow, is there the football in India? Then why not? Thank you very much. I say bye bye to Mitsubishi Mizushima. Thank you for everything. Oh wow, interesting. So before before uh, th- this is pretty interesting story. It's like taking the chance and uh, making sure that you make the thing happen for yourself. But before that, uh, when you went back to Japan, uh, you worked as a as a Toso. It's pretty known story everywhere. But uh, it's a known, known statement, but what made you work that? What was the story behind that? Uh, this was, again, a bit strange story. So when I uh, was talking with Mitsubishi Mizushima before I joined them, so the kind of condition was uh, I play football only, or most of the time. And maybe, you know, you have to go in morning to the office, you have to do the time, time card, and that's all about it. Otherwise, you are football player, then you are joining this company. But uh, after joining them, it was a totally different story. I had to work 12 hours or almost every day in the uh, factory. So my day was, my week was just like this. Uh, uh, there's alternate weeks, then we change the time time shift, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the early time shift was, uh, uh, what time to what time it was? Very early morning, like six o'clock to evening five, six o'clock. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. And after that, Factory finish, immediately go for the training session and come back and sleep in the early morning again. And, you know, and uh, the other week is opposite way. So evening okay. you go to the factory, you finish around four o'clock, five o'clock morning and straight from there go to gym, sleep, wake up afternoon and then you do the training session. And the weekend we go for the games. That though, all over the Japan. So we had to go by bus, seven hours, eight hours every week. Yeah, so... Uh, it was uh, just a strange time of my life and uh, yeah, walking in the factory, imagine 12 hours standing and cars coming left, right. Uh, yeah. That was after professional life of one year. <laughs> it was a good experience in a way. Yeah, I think I learned a lot. People were really good, good players, yeah. amazingly good players. 
uh, we had a good time though yeah because it's it's like uh, it it is a factory working it's a hard work and basically the when it's something shows that uh, the whole journey of an athlete there are always something which you keeps you keeps you grounded i think some of these experiences also keeps you grounded uh, so arata uh, one more question what is now you are a trainer you are a coach with reliance foundation young champ uh, and uh, it's it's a wonderful setup one of the top academies in india and with afc now uh, but you saw uh, you also seen the grassroots and the coaching uh, in in japan so what do you think is the biggest difference uh, in the in the coaching style or the culture of sports in india and japan mm, it's a very quite a difficult question to be honest i mean there's a lot of difference that's why the result is uh, showing at this moment but uh purely if you look at the potential uh, uh, wise i believe india have much much more than what japan uh, uh, have or had or whatever it is Mm-hmm. Coaching style, and no, there's not much different to be honest. In fact, I mean, Indian coaches uh, have more idea about about uh, about about football. Uh, that is mainly probably uh, Indian people have much more uh, access to uh, uh, European football, or you know, okay. because of that simply language. I mean. english information comes much faster than translated yeah. japanese uh, information which japanese coaches get after one year or two years of uh, the original yeah. yeah right so that way also i think much quicker the information coming into the india organization is getting much more solid in india so i mean to say previously it was not like that you know how yeah. japanese japan have solid uh, organi- organization in terms of football jfa uh, fukian literally uh create the right information to spread it to the country to make sure that you know everyone's going okay. in the same direction uh that's why probably uh, japan uh, becomes uh, one of the best country in asia in uh, after uh, jerry came so to uh yeah right but, uh, that way india is definitely going in the right direction and uh, like yeah. you yourself mentioned like you know academy like adidas foundation young champ I, i would say this is the best academy in asia one of the best for sure uh, in terms of what this academy is trying to do and uh, uh, the ambition and everything so yeah i can comp- i cannot compare japan and india but uh, what i can say is that i mean japan uh, india is going uh, pretty much right direction i i think i finally it's at the bottom line is I, as long as they are going in the right direction it, it makes sense because japan has got a different tradition it's a developed country and uh, different challenges both the country have different challenges but not having a sporting culture in india was always lacking or always uh, pulling india down but i think uh, for football i think the right moves are happening so which which is a great thing and uh, the place like reliance is doing a phenomenal job so uh, c- coming to your first impression of india when you came and uh, made a debut with uh, east bengal what how, what was the, what was going through your mind when you made your debut with east bengal and the culture in india or the environment in indian football you know what i don't want to talk uh, uh, much about it uh, because someone <laughs> no, can, uh, can be not happy but uh, honestly uh, if i have to talk i was surprised in a, a negative way to be honest okay yeah because the information uh, what i had and the history of is bengal you know everything was like uh, extremely excite- exciting but 
uh, probably that was just a history. Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. Well, maybe I just didn't know uh, the reality, and uh, probably I was just dreaming that you know, creating some kind of picture in my head. Mm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I still remember the first running session, uh, that big club, that fun following club, the one of the best, uh, oldest club in the yes. world, and uh, yeah, that training ground is like concrete hard and you know the infrastructure was not there obviously that time you know not it was not even id it was uh, nfl still yes. national football league yeah so of course i mean now then i can easily uh, imagine that maybe these are the uh, things is going to be <laughs> waiting but at that time without knowing things young japanese guy i was surprised yeah and i think also and it, it whatever you said it's uh, it's not negative it is more of the experience because you came from Japan to Singapore to India, and it was always going to be a, a you were there for the the rule shock, right? It, because uh, no, not much access to internet, a lot of much information available, but you still go with the biggest name, which is Indian football, hundred year old history, and all those things. But a lot of change. But the good thing, when we talk right now, it's it's when we see it, it is the thing has changed for good. So uh, yeah. that's, but. Uh, about the I-League, uh, before we come to your ISL thing, uh, about the I-League, you also helped uh, Neroka uh, qualify. Uh, uh, and uh, so when you got work, uh, played for Neroka and they got promoted to I-League, uh, how was that feel to get the club up in the in the level? So that was, I had a clear objective when I, when I signed for Neroka and that was a conversation with the management before I signed for Neroka. And that objective was uh, so clear, and I was there uh, for that only. So when we made it happen, yeah, we made it. So that yeah. amazing feeling. And you know, I always talk about Neroka very positively. I think uh, I had the best, one of the best uh, uh, time, I, I best season in a sense, best time I spent uh, with, usually, you know, I don't get along with footballers because I always keep the professional relationship, but with Neroka's players and the management is a totally different story. They are like treated me like their family. I was, you know, never felt like, you know, I'm alone or something yeah. like that. They are always there. Winning, losing, doesn't matter. We are there. We are just going to the one direction, which is going to promote this uh, uh, club, fast club from Manipur to, you know, uh, play yes. for ID. So, you know, the project itself was really, really appealing to me and. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I could do something uh, for the history of uh, uh, Manipur football. And uh, and the way Neroka grew after that, I think it was also a great journey uh, for them. Uh, till obviously all all other things happened, the finances always played a big role in the growth of the club and all those things. But you can't do anything about it. But I think that's a, a, what you said. The, uh, the proud moment is you make a club, whatever you committed to, you make it happen. I think that is a proud moment uh, for uh, any athlete's life. Yeah, not only player, but the management, I tell you, you know, Classic Group was the main uh, sponsor at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, such a nice people, you know, such a nice people. I still remember one day we had a game and uh, it was like in rainy season or something. So early morning, uh, the uh, manager called me uh, and he's, I was a bit worried, you know, you know, the grass is going to spoil and it's going to be difficult again because we wanted to play football. Then the early morning, he himself called me and uh, telling me, Arata, don't worry. I went to get big this uh, 
plastic seat, what do you call, to cover uh -huh. the ground. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, protect the ground for us to play uh, good football. You know, if the management, if the owner's son is, if he has to do that, I mean, as a player, what you, you can think right. how to return is do our best to win the game, right? right. So that kind of management, you know, Neroka had. So everything was in the right place. Uh, for the club to uh, promote right. that year, yeah. Excellent. I think that that creates the good environment for athletes also to flourish, the game to flourish, and people come together. Uh, so, as as an athlete, when you see this kind of highs, which you feel really good. But uh, while you with Mahindra, uh, you were uh, you were uh, down with an injury, mm. and uh, it took some time off your professional career. So that time as a player and now you look back as a coach what goes through a player's mind when they are battling through an injury and how much of the recovery is physical and how much of it is mental mm. so you know injury itself is not that layer you know for footballer especially if you're playing for such a long time so i also had a, a long period of injury just like that time when i had a fracture <clears throat> when i was with mahindra yeah so whenever my, my again my senior told me whenever I cannot play football, I think that uh, that is a chance or opportunity for me to work on something that I cannot focus on usually normal time. When you can play football, you you are focusing on your football. But when you cannot play football, there's a things that you should be focusing on, but it's neglected. So now now you are injured, you cannot play football. So now focus on that. So that. I, I had a very clear uh, idea about that. So mentally, it was tough, but uh, again, my objective was clear and I just uh, uh, kept working and uh, I knew anyway, I'm gonna, one day I'm gonna recover and I'm gonna play football. So I was just waiting for my uh, time to come. But yeah, I think uh, what you certainly said is like, uh, even if uh, injury put you down, have a goal which will make you work towards it, learn something new, uh, do something which will probably get you out of it. Like getting it, getting bogged out. I can't play. I can't play. Is not going to get you out no, anyhow. None of the pros thinks that way. You know, you you are injury is injury. It doesn't kill your career, of course. Right. I mean, if you get such a big injury, it's a different story. But uh, you know, that's a small injury. Okay, my case is six months. It was long enough for me to be a little bit. Old. What about my next contract? Am I okay? But otherwise, you know. Any pro will think about, okay, how to make myself better. Whenever I, I went back to the ground, I have to prove myself again. I mean, that's a motivation. So I think, uh, okay. yeah, I think that, but uh, it's not Great. that negative, I feel. Excellent. I think that that is uh, it's it's and I'm I'm sure that is the talk that you always have with the with the students uh, or the kids that you have at Reliance. Uh, so uh, so Arata. Uh, you have a, a mixed uh, background, which is Indo-Japanese Indo background. And there was a time when you actually uh, decided to become an Indian player and uh, represent India uh, at the international level. Uh, how was that decision? And how did you feel to wear the Indian jersey for the first time? Well, biggest honor of my life, for sure. Uh, I always say, but uh, I cannot say thank you enough to India to accept me to wear the blue color and be on the pitch. I mean, what 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 else you can replace, you know, more than that, especially being a football player, wearing, you know, the country's jersey and uh, being on the pitch and, uh, you know, playing football, which I love the most. 
so yeah, I will never forget the first day, uh, first game that uh, I, I I played against Palestine. Mm-hmm. Lost the game, but uh, that day when I stand on the touchline for the start, yeah, that feeling I will never forget. I can still feel the goosebumps whenever I think over it. Yeah. Uh, my my uh, experience with the national team was not that long, but uh, I think uh, I had a greatest experience uh, of my life uh, yeah. with the national team. Yeah. It, it probably it may not be the long, but it, it has to be the sweet. It has to be the impactful thing. I think that is that is what it is. It's, it's a chance that you get to represent a country and uh, wear the jersey of the country and everything. So it's it's so so amazing. Uh, but how, how was the family reaction when you actually accepted the Indian citizenship to uh, play for India? Uh, well, First of all, changing the citizenship itself, um, it was a big decision, obviously. Correct. Yeah, and uh, some of family members told me, okay, what are you thinking? Don't do that. Some of friends told me, don't do that. My um, coaches told me, don't do that. Those people think over it. But, uh, you know, I always, uh, uh, I asked my brother in the end, and my elder brother, and uh, I know his answer anyway, but I, and I know my answer also, right? Yeah. Still, I just want one more push, which my brother anyway he's going to give me. He always say, "Yeah, sounds interesting. You should do it." This is exactly he say every time. <laughs> yeah, decision. And uh, yeah, he told me as as as, as I ex- expected, and uh, yeah, then okay. let's go for it. But of course, there's a lot of drama happened. I can I don't think I can talk uh, in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, as I told you. Yeah, I'm just uh, grateful that uh, this country gave me that opportunity. If there's Thank a opportunity, I don't think uh, you should be thinking twice. And uh, and glad it happened for for this country also to have a football like you. Is glad it happened. So uh, while the India jersey was happening, it's also at the personal level that uh, you described your move to Pune FC as a turning point in your career. Uh, what actually changed uh, in in your move to Pune FC? Uh, move to Pune FC was. Uh, after Mahindra, so again, there's a, there were a lot of drama. I don't want to describe yeah. it. But uh, yeah, yeah, something clicked. And uh, Pune FC had a vision. That time, you know, uh, uh, Pune FC was the first uh, Indian club to uh, run the club as a professional way in terms of a lot of things. And, uh, uh, you know, that, uh, that was definitely one of the uh, reasons that I decided to sign for them also. And, uh, yeah, personally, I had a good uh, uh, relationship with the club itself and uh, my performance also. I think I was I adjusted to the uh, Indian football uh, finally uh, after three seasons. So lucky me to have three seasons without adjusting the culture <laughs> <laughs> okay. India. But uh, yeah, simply I needed some time, I guess. But after uh, joining Pune FC, I think uh, I knew uh, the role that I have to... Uh, uh, play in Indian football and uh, yeah things get much smoother than how it was with the uh, East Bengal or the Mahindra at that time. Right and, and, and the city that you made your home as well. Uh, yeah yeah lucky <laughs> to meet my wife and uh, yeah. So 
anyway, so uh, from uh, from there, when the uh, let's move to the ISL, which was again a different uh, different animal, which which came up and really taking Indian football by uh, surprise and actually good moves happening uh, during your time with ATK that you scored a scored a goal against the Kerala Blasters uh, at Salt Lake. Mm. And the presence at Salt Lake is huge, around 60, 65,000 people there. But one of that those uh, spectators was the legend Pele. Mm. So, what was the feeling, and did you get a chance to meet with him? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, we were lucky. Mr. Pele came to our hotel, that time no hotel. We all players there, so we got the chance to interact with Mr. Pele. Uh, very nice uh, gentleman, obviously. Uh, of course, the legend of legend. So it's a different, different legend. Uh, footballer, whatever. If you like football, I mean, you will be excited to see him. And of course, scoring in front of him is uh, something that I never dreamed in my dream, right? And uh, yeah, happened. I was happy, very happy, very excited. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, so. Okay, so and after that, you had a different stints with uh, two more ISL clubs, uh, and uh, it was uh, like Pune City FC as well as I think the last uh, before your retirement was last was Kerala Blaster. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so it's I think I think other than you, probably Anas is the only person who has played across so many clubs and uh, and had a every place that you went uh, was were welcomed with an open heart. So how was that feel with different cultures, like from Kolkata to Pune, Pune City uh, to Kerala Blaster? Again, all the three places were like a hardcore footballing hubs uh, and fans. So how was that experience? And say, a day to the ga game that you love the most uh, uh, professionally playing-wise from Kerala? Oh, well, first of all, ATK uh, was, you know, that year we had an auction, players' auction, that was the first and the last players' auction. Yeah. And I didn't know which club is going to pick. So that time also I, I talked on the interview that it's dramatic enough for me to come back to Kolkata and play football this way. That though, uh, the last year's champions club and buy me an auction and uh, play for them. So definitely it was dramatic uh, uh, moment. And uh, I knew the Kolkata supporters. If you win, you are good. If you lose, you are champions. And that's a very clear uh, mindset and uh, I like that uh, uh, pressure and uh, uh, expectation and I believe we did a really really good job in that season uh, yeah. we, we should have been much higher than how we ended but that's football shift to Pune City this was a kind of different project altogether uh, mainly uh, Havas uh, he he signed for uh, Pune City, and uh, that was one of the motivation that uh, uh, for me to sign Pune City. And same time, of course, back to Pune, playing in front of Pune football supporters was something that I was always uh, hoping to happen since Pune FC had to close down, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was uh, again dramatic enough. Uh, situation for me to come back to Pune and uh, do something for Pune football again. Unfortunately, that season we were not uh, in best form. Yeah. Good players and a good team, but uh, something didn't click. That again, football. And uh, yeah, after that was, uh, of course, Kerala Brassard. And uh, this is a city that I always wanted to uh, play. 
and you know how Kerala Brassas, their supporters and previous VP of Kerala or, you know, some of the Kerala clubs, always there was a football, they always uh, uh, there's an emotion with football in that city. So I was really excited to be part of Kerala Brassas. And uh, <laughs> from the day I signed uh, for Kerala Brassas, the news came out. And since then, you know, the supporters, Manjapadas, they are like, uh, literally like it becomes your family. You, you they keep asking, you know, and the taking care of whichever the uh, airport you go, they are there with the flag, with the chant. Uh, not even only in India, when we went to Spain for the preseason or so, you come to, uh, you meet people from Canada Brothers, I mean, the support. Yeah. So uh, that was something that I never uh, experienced as a, as a football player. Of course, you, you are known face probably, you are talk to strangers sometimes, oh, you are, you are a Stengar player and stuff, but uh, this the amount of uh, uh, time that you, you were caught by the stranger was like, wow, uh, these guys are really huge community they got. And uh, when you play in uh, the stadium, you see the yellow, yes. completely yellow. Yeah, that was... Uh, Really, really, <clears throat> you know, the, the supporters are really uh, nice supporters. I mean, I'm not saying that they're the bad supporters, but Kerala supporters is more like an emotional support they give yeah. uh, gives to the player. You know, Kolkata uh, supporters are, uh, give us a lot of pressure. That is the motivation of players. So I, as I mentioned, I like it. But the Kerala Brasa supporters are slightly different uh, way of supporting and uh, think uh, sweetest supporter, I must say. Yeah, so, yeah they are. And I, I'm sure that uh, when you played for ATK and uh, uh, that you were ex East Bengal, so there were there were different. The, the, those fans don't let it go pretty easily uh, <laughs> in, in in Kolkata. So uh, from from there, yeah, after 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 Kerala Blaster, you uh, as as a professional player, you you hung your boots and uh, decided to move to coaching. What was the trigger to come to coaching, and what is that you want to give it to the next generation? See, uh, again, it was my plan only. I always wanted to be a coach after my career. So my first coaching uh, license was when I was 19 in Japan. Yeah, the license it was. So it was in my plan. That's why I finished my AFC before I uh, finished my career till A. Pro license didn't happen, unfortunately, but uh, at least till A. So yes, it was my plan. And, uh, you know, especially after playing for India. And um, before that itself, I was always thinking that I want to do something uh, no, for Indian football. Anyway, and uh, coaching is one thing that probably I can contribute some. Uh, so it was smooth uh, transition from uh, for me actually uh, from player to the uh, coach. And same time, I was lucky enough to get the opportunity to uh, join this Reliance Foundation Young Champs, who has a really strong, solid uh, philosophy and uh, vision. And uh, yeah, it was just matching with what I want to do. And uh, yeah, so I guess I'm lucky. I was lucky. Really, I was lucky. Excellent. And so uh, while you're coaching the kids, uh, some, is there a moment where the player in you take over? Uh... <laughs> yeah, so I, I said the transition was smooth, but uh, that way transition is not even finished yet. You know, uh, Many people may think, I mean, I mean, that, that, that's a typical story that the good player is not a good coach. I mean, that's proved everything, you know? Yeah. It's a totally different job together. This is playing and uh, coaching. And uh, obviously uh, when I coach, yeah, 
I was footballer, so that comes out. And at uh, that time, I have to stop myself, especially first year. I think, uh, yeah, I took time to actually start to think as a coach. Okay. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So, uh, uh, just as the last last couple of questions, one question is like, uh, what has been your best moment in your career? What has been the best moment for you? Of course. If yeah. you have to pin one or two, I, I will not put you uh, in a spot to just pick one. Probably you can pick two. What what were those? As a professional, is it? Yeah. Becoming pro. So, yeah, one definitely uh, when I wear the blue and I played for country, that was uh, definitely the best one. And second one is the, when I signed for the first contract, that was a professional contract. I was so excited. I In front of, you know, on I signed, right? And I yes. Literally like, <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I, excuse me, I said that. <laughs> yeah, I was that excited. And uh, last night, uh, when I scored a goal in front of my mother, I think that was. Oh, nice. We came down all the way from Japan to watch our game. It was in Kerala. You see, I have a lot of story with Kerala. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. And, and uh, as you said, that the, the homely feel that they gave you probably the, yeah, that was the uh, probably the game, same same thing was extended to your mom when she came and watched the game as well. It's like, uh, that's what the the Kerala thing is, right? So it's uh, different. And uh, one thing, as you, at the start of the interview, you said that uh, while growing up, it was from the countryside, not much of uh, exposure to football. But as you grew and uh, you had a career, was there any footballing icon or non-footballing icon that you looked up to? Like, um, footballing icon, I always, uh, uh, even today, I mean, uh, Kazuyo Shimura, is a uh, oldest uh, I think professional football player by now. I don't know, officially or not. But uh, I start. I mean, I grown up watching him, and of course, first game, Jerry, Jerry game. I think when I was ten, Berdi uh, Kawasaki he used to play for, and that time Berdi Kawasaki is uh, like Real Madrid, the all stars of Japanese football. Right? And of course, he is there, eleven number eleven, <clears throat> super player. And uh, I dream that I want to be like him. And you know, following him, I became professional football player and the 15 years of professional career. And uh, I retired from professional football and he's still playing as a professional football player. Oh, wow. That's oh, crazy wow. or not. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. He's, I think, 57 or something like that, but still he's with the uh, uh, J, J, now a J1 or J2? I think top division. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, that is awesome. Successful. But yeah, he's uh, always uh, for me. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and uh, uh, so, Arata, my la last question, last question to you is: uh, What is the advice that you got uh, while growing up that actually changed your life that you might want to pass on to the next generation of uh, footballers or athletes? Arin always tells me that you go with uh, some of the statement that never give up and don't do this. And uh, <laughs> so uh, it, now, as a coach, okay, the, something that you want to pass on to the next generation from your side. Forget the what you got, what you received. But now, if you want to pass on to the uh, all the listeners uh, and viewers of this show, what is that could be? I would say maybe uh, make sure that you appreciate your efforts. You know, sometimes, you know, especially when you are young, you work hard, you make efforts, but uh, sometimes you keep telling yourself, no, this is not enough. I have to do more. There are the people who are doing much more than me or something like that. You know, don't do that. You are doing a lot. And the respect that your efforts and appreciate that effort and reward your efforts. I think that is something that I should have done when I was young. 
Okay. Hopefully, I, I can pass on this message to you. Yeah, I, that that is wonderful. It's like appreciating what you do. I think it's so important. It's uh, and uh, uh, wonderful. That is so uh, honestly. It it is. It is not a, a big statement. It's a very humble state statement for people to understand and li live. Uh, probably try to make best out of whatever you do and uh, have respect for that. I think that is wonderful. Uh, thank you, Arada. It's like wonderful talking to you on on this. And uh, it's I I think this I think you have so many other stories that we we, we would like to uh, talk talk on to probably offline where you can have more discussions. Okay. But uh, uh, really, thank thank you for uh, for, for your time. Thanks for having having me. I had a great time. Thank you. Very yes. Much. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking and thank you for sharing. But please do subscribe on our channel, Sports C Sage, and help us spread the word about Sports C.